Hi everyone, welcome to Mindset Manifestation with me, Christina Medina, where we uncover the magic within. I am holding space here for your inner work, your transformation, and the release of anything that stops you from receiving the abundance that exists within you and all around you. For those newbies, a deepest heartfelt welcome. I'm so happy you're here and that I get to be a part of your journey. Before we jump in, let's take a moment to align with our breath. Breathing in, love and light. And breathing out, anything blocking you from receiving. Taking this time to connect to your inner guide, connect to this podcast message, and align with the highest vibrational energies. Now let's get started. guess where I am? I am sitting on my living room floor with my smoothie, like old times. Last week when I recorded the intro to my interview with Lauren, I just got like the best vibes from sitting on the floor recording this podcast. I'm a floor person. I don't know why. It's so weird. My paintings, I paint on the floor. I put the canvas on the floor and I paint over the floor I like to sit on the floor. Like growing up, I was always the kid that sat on the floor when we'd watch a movie. Um, I do everything on the floor. My last apartment before I met Jerry, it was like that I had a sofa, but the only person that sat on the sofa was Harriet, my cat. So, I mean, not technically a person, but you know what I mean. And I just sat on the floor all the time. (laughs) So, I don't know, there's something about the floor. I don't know, you can stretch. I think it's like, it's, it might relate to just the, the love of stretching because I love sitting with my legs crossed. And when you're on the floor, I'm doing it right now as I'm speaking to you, but I can like kind of sway back and forth and do like some little spinal twists. I can stretch over my body, you know, like just do things like that, twist my back, you know, do like just whatever. <laughs> Maybe that's why, I'm not sure, but I love the floor. So I'm going to, this is actually, I want to kind of let you guys in on something. So this is the the last podcast that I will record alone. I, as I mentioned before, my friend Sarah will be joining us on the podcast and um, she is a coach and she's a personal trainer. So we're just going to get a little slight different perspective, just you know, I've been wanting to collaborate with someone for so long, and I feel that having done this podcast for four years, is that right? 2018? No, almost five years. It'll be five years in, on November 11th, 1111, that I just, it's time to have someone else, you know, you can't just hear me talking all the time, you know, and that's why I, I, I'm really excited about the interviews. And I think the interviews will be fun with like another person joining me. So it's like three people talking about a certain subject or something like that. I think that will be an interesting mix of people and perspectives. And so I wanted to record one more episode before that. Now I will still throw in riffs. So don't worry about that. You're going to get me like walking around the park or walking through the city hearing the subway noise in the background perhaps you know but I mean those riffs will always come because as I get my own insight and as I kind of discover my own way of working and processing like stuff in my mind and you know like moving in that direction of of empowering myself and creating the life that I want it's a it's an everyday thing you know so it's like 
every day I'm walking around the city, I'm on my way to work, I'm running here, I'm running to the studio, etc. And I am always processing and thinking about things. And speaking of going to the office, yesterday I left my home and from the moment I left my home to the point in which I got into my office, I made myself aware of getting offended. Like how many times did I get offended by something? How many times did something kind of, did I allow? Now that's the key because when I say that, you know, like I felt like this way or whatever, like when this happened, this person did this and I felt like this. I'm not saying that I'm not aware that I am allowing myself to feel that way. I'm allowing myself to fall into that old mental program where I'm thinking and responding and reacting and then all those chemicals in my body, my brain is producing, I'm falling into that same old blueprint that I've done before. When in reality, I'm, I'm shifting my life and this is a constant thing. This is a constant thing. As we are walking along on our journey, we are aligning more and more with our true self, with our spirit, with our soul, with our soul's purpose here. And as we are walking along that journey, you're going to find different things that kind of open up to you. Or maybe you come back to things like me coming back to painting and creating art. This was this is not a new thing. Like some people that know me as like someone who does a podcast or someone who works in real estate, they only know me as those things. Some people that I know in real estate don't even know that I have this podcast. So, and I think you guys probably already know that I work in real estate, so it's not the other way around. But all I'm saying is that life, you're going to experience different things in life that will open you up. And that's kind of like the, the synchronicities and the, you know, soul's purpose and like the people that come into your life to play these roles within your life or to introduce you to something, maybe longer term, maybe short term. And so, um, I think like with the art thing for me, it was like coming back to this, it's really just like me really aligning with with my soul because when I got into real estate it was very ego based I, I lived in New York City I was tired of being broke you know I naively thought I could just get into real estate and just start making money and I know myself I will not give up on something unless it truly feels like out of alignment and maybe through a process of discovery, I realize that. I'm not afraid to take a chance and say, wait, I'm trying this and this is just not working and this doesn't feel good anymore. But when I got into real estate, it was like, I kind of had no other choice, really. Like in my mind, I couldn't see another way because I was bartending, I was barely surviving in, in the most expensive city in the country, except for perhaps San Francisco and now maybe LA I'm not sure but New York has historically been so expensive to live here making you know the same salary that I made in Missouri essentially and so I I got into real estate because like that was also supplementing my coaching income which at the time I was a new coach so I wasn't making you know the bartending had to happen that still had to stay because I wasn't making the money I needed 
to, to pay my bills fully through coaching. I was still so new at it and I was still so new at Reiki. So, you know, the pricing and it, and not only that, but it just like coaching wasn't as, as common as it is today when I got started in this in like 2010, 2011. And so anyway, I'm, I'm deviating from what I'm actually talking about. But the point was when I got into real estate, I didn't see another path for me. I knew that I could make money in real estate. A few people that I knew in real estate told me I would be good at real estate because of my personality. And so I jumped in, I got my license, and then I jumped in and I had two months worth of savings. And that I say that with like air quotations because I had two months of rent and barely any extra money because I, again, I was, I don't know how I survived on what I was making. And you think bartending is lucrative, but uh, it was not lucrative for me. <laughs> um, and I just, I, this is what I, this is like, I believe that there were angels. There were my guides, people like my spirit family was definitely protecting me. God in the universe was helping me move along in my journey because I look back and I'm like, I don't know how I survived. I don't know how I pay my, paid my bills. My rent was late consistently. Every two weeks, I, you know, my landlord was like so kind to let me pay it late every month, every month, every month. I'm not kidding. And so I know that there was something higher involved in my ability to survive and also my ability to be successful because when I got in real estate, I struggled for a couple months. And I, the last month before it, it really happened for me, and this is what I'm saying, and you hear this all the time, don't give up on your dream because you're so close to something happening that changes everything. Because for a month, I was completely broke. I had coins, like not coins, but just like a few dollars in my checking account. And the, the credit card that I had, which I didn't have like the best credit back then, the one credit card that I had did not have any more money left on it that I could spend. Like I had exhausted everything, I ate everything. I got very creative with all the staples that were left in my cabinets. I was so broke. And then after that month, within a week, following that month, I like hit the jackpot. <laughs> so things just started changing and money started coming in. My whole point about talking about that, which I hope you got some things from that little deviation, but it was when I got into real estate, I got into it for the ego, for survival. I was in survival mode. I was not, I wanted to think higher thoughts and I feel like my coaching and my Reiki work helped me tap into that, but I was also still on survival mode. And I think there's something there that I need to get into further because I think there's some stuff that could really help you all listening who are still like kind of in survival mode. Like you're, you need to make more money, but yet you're a spiritual person. So it's like you're, you're kind of like, you know, on the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, you need to Google that, but you'll see like survival mode. It's hard to rise up on the hierarchy of needs into something that is more like spiritual thinking and like as we are as one and where you want to help people and things like that when you're still trying to like pay your bills and secure a roof over your head. So I was down there, but I was trying to come up here and I saw real estate as my bridge to get to that place. And just so happened that it was, but it was really hard work and it was a lot of tears, 
a lot of just like shadow work in the process because there were a lot of things that were coming up from the basement just kind of making me like realize like all the insecurity I had, the dependency on other people to communicate my value back to me, which was really fucked up. But you know what? We're all kind of programmed that because as I just, I can't speak this morning, but um, we're all kind of programmed in that way. Just if you really think about it in the simplest way is as a child, we want to make our parents happy. You know, we want to be good. We don't want to get in trouble and be told that we're bad. So we're always looking to our parent to tell us we're good, we're lovable. And if you grew up in a household like I did, where we had some issues there, I was not, it was very confusing on what was good and what was love and love had to be earned. I wasn't just loved. I couldn't just like fuck up as a little child and still be loved because I'm learning. I'm on a path of learning and oh, I will learn let me give some guidance. It was no like you're bad, you're gonna be punished and you know there was pain involved in all that, emotional and physical. And so there are a lot of people that kind of grew up in these types of situations and, and, and because of that, we are programmed from such an early age to look outside of ourselves for our value and for approval and that's what I did. And so I think that now at this stage in my life, I've, I've, I'm secure financially and so I've risen up. It Real estate did help me. It was the bridge for me to get to this higher place where I wanted to like focus all the time on my spirituality, which I can't because I'm still working and I'm working in a very like ego-based kind of industry, very material industry you know it's real estate it's a lot of money so we're very focused in the material here not a bad thing i'm not saying material and spirituality they're a duality i guess but i'm not saying one is better than the other or you know we need we need the contrast of things we need the material and we need the spiritual that's why we come here to this physical world to experience both and find our way back to ourselves. That's what I believe. Um, and so coming back to art for me is the way that I come back to spiritual. Art for me as a child was a meditation. It was my escape. It was how I I would hang out in my closet in my bedroom and I would draw and I would I had my Crayola Caddy, it was like my paint set and everything that was like the best thing in the world. I would ask for that for my birthday every year <laughs> um, just because I wanted to have those art supplies. So it was my escape. It was my connection to God. I didn't know that at the time. You know, it was my cre connection to the creative spirit, the creative energy of this universe. Um, and... I just think that like I'm looking at my painting and I'm touching my painting. I've got it rolled out on the floor because this is a new piece. And I just, I like to sit and look at it in the morning because oh, I'm gonna get emotional. I'm not gonna get emotional. Just because I get so connected. Like when I see it, I feel connected to that spirit. I'm reminded that I'm something bigger than just this Christina, formerly Medina, now to Stefano, living in this life getting ready for work in the morning, sitting in front of this microphone on the floor, talking to you. Like I am a big, beautiful soul inside this physical human vessel. 
and I'm here to experience the world, but it's but there's so much more world that we can't see with our physical eyes. And that's like, you know, the quantum field, the energy field, the creation field, like that energy exists all around within us and all around us. And when I make art, I tap into that and it feels so good. And and when I'm tapping into that, and I don't know if I've said this before, but I connect to the energy of the person that will purchase this painting in the future that this painting belongs to. And I, we have like an energetic dance as I'm making this work for them. It's like we are connected in this space and time, in this place beyond space and time actually, and I am making this work for them. And so it's, it's a gift and it's a gift that I am, I, I can't believe that I've come back to now. And I'm so grateful for having come back to it now. And with that being said, I am so grateful for the journey of this podcast. Like when we started out in 2018, it was really focused on the subconscious mind because I wanted to understand why is my mind defaulting to these things? Why am I defaulting to like this mental program, this blueprint? You know, why am I making these choices? Why am I responding to things? Why am I... I don't know, just like, why am I feeling this way? And then combine that with just living in New York City where you're, you know, you are constantly within public exposure unless you are in your home. Other places, you are in your home, you get in your car, you are still in a container of some sort, but then you're interacting with traffic. So perhaps it's similar, but I just felt very challenged on my spiritual journey living in a city because as I mentioned, 11 points of being offended and when I say that I mean people who like run into you as you're walking that's pretty common it's like you've got to be the person move out of the way because they're not moving out of the way and people are on their phone reading (laughs) while they're walking I've actually seen people also reading physical books while they're walking down the sidewalk and you're like whoa trying to move out of the way Um, while you're also like juggling a bag of like stuff with your either workout clothes, my studio clothes, my lunch, whatever it is I'm taking, my laptop, etc. So you're like, whoa, trying to navigate all that. Offensive smells. Uh, It's summertime in New York, so there are many offensive smells on the street, especially on trash day. Dog poop, you know, like all these things to be offended by people like trying not to judge people like you see people you know there's a there's a a moment of feeling judgment which i am really trying to be in a place of peace and non-judgment because when we judge others we we are guilty of judging ourselves it's like it is like a pattern so if you're in the pattern of judging others you are in the pattern of judging yourself it's only inevitable you are in the pattern of judgment and i do not want to judge myself like oh my butt looks big in this outfit or blah 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 you know like any kind of critical self like reflection any kind of judgment on did i say something that offended this person oh my gosh is this person thinking that i'm not working hard enough again it's like more of that external stuff and i'm trying to keep like i'm continuing it's a continued effort to continue to bring it back within myself into a place of groundedness and peace and i 
remind myself that I, I, I constantly, constantly, is that an exaggeration perhaps? I try my best to bring it back to I wish to see the beauty in the world. I wish to feel awe. I wish to, like, awe for A-W-E. For, I know my accent sounds a little weird sometimes. I'm in awe of, like, this world and the amazing synchronicities that happen and the unfolding of things that happen in my life and the beauty of that and the beauty of other people and the way that they just walk in light and they walk in love and the humanity of people and the beauty of that the beauty of people learning falling getting back up learning on their journey and so today when i leave i will remind myself to come back to a place of non-judgment can i do this today can you do it today can we Sorry, someone sent me an email and the sound notification is on. Can we come back to a place each time when we feel judgment where we acknowledge it's judgment? Like what I've even done is just said, judgment, Christina, judgment, release it, release it. And then I say things like, good for you, good for you for doing what you want to do. Good for you for feeling the freedom to be that way. Good for you for this. You know, or I just send like sending you love, sending you blessing. I bless that person who just ran into me. <laughs> Plus that person that just ran into you. But you ran into me or ran into you. And you know what? You gotta you gotta really mean it. You gotta have fun with this. Cause that's the other thing that I think we forget too much that we're meant to we're meant to get enjoyment from the experiences like can you enjoy something bad i don't know that's a challenge i mean i i will i'm challenged at that thought to look back on things and be like wow i really enjoyed that i don't think that i enjoyed the thing i think what i enjoy or where we can find our enjoyment is what we have gained our wisdom that we've gained as a result of that and that comes back to what did you discover about yourself like, what did you learn about yourself? I didn't mean for that to sound like a kid's song. What did you learn about yourself? But I think it's it's a really good question, like when it comes to the bad things and the things we label as bad, right? What did you learn about yourself? I think I can find joy and pleasure in that because I think every time I discover something about myself that's down in the basement that has impaired me in some way. Remember when I talked to you about this like realization, it was on a riff, I think a couple riffs ago, or a riff, I don't know, something recently, where I talked about how I realized that kind of sharing whatever it was I was going through, thinking I was sharing in a way that was like non-victim kind of sharing, but actually I was being a victim. <laughs> and I was doing that because I learned that being a victim was in some way to get sympathy and sympathy equated to love. And so I realized, wait a minute, I don't want that kind of love. I don't want sympathetic love. I want love because I'm a light, you know, because someone sees who I am and they love me. Like that's the kind of love that I want. And so it was like that kind of realization. And that's what I'm saying. What do you get from it? What did you learn about yourself? So that's what I'm going to do today. That's what I'm going to do today. Each 
if I happen to get offended, perhaps I can have a whole journey without being offended. I don't know if I'm superhuman yet, but I will do my best. And if I am offended, can I come back to myself? Can I bring it back to myself? What can I learn about myself from this? I don't know exactly what missing or dodging dog poop on the sidewalk will be, but ooh, maybe it's my supreme agility, you know, to like, whoa, watch out, whoa. <laughs> or the stinky smells, I don't know. I'm gonna play with this. I, I encourage you, if this calls to you, if you this resonates with you, I encourage you to ask yourself, what can I learn about myself if you find that you're offended? And I want you to be the observer today. Just observe like how many times you're offended and if those offenses, if maybe perhaps we're making a bigger deal about them than we need to, ooh, there we go. Because then what is that? Oh my God, that is totally falling back into victim mentality. So when we're offended by things, especially things that are not directly targeted towards us as a human, this is what you did, I don't like you for this that you did, but just like things that people just do to us because they don't even know us. Like when I'm referring to that, I'm talking about the person who like runs into me. This happens a lot. I'm not fast enough to move out of the way and I get boom, bumped on the shoulder, bumped wherever. What, <laughs> that is totally like, if I am offended, instead of thinking this person is just kind of in their own zone or whatever, I've seen this person love, I bless this person that ran into me, I don't know what's going on in their world, um, it's not about me. When I realize it's not about me, then I step out of victim mode. When I think it's about me, and look what they did to me, then I step into victim mode. I am in victim mode, I'm in the thick of it. If I say, I don't know what's going on in this person's world, doesn't have anything to do with me, let's go back to listening to our music, our book, our podcast, or listening to the birds chirping because it's so nice outside, then I step out of victim. That's good, that's the same thing. And this is like what we're constantly coming back to. We're constantly, I'm coming back to it. I don't know if you're coming back to it. All right, everyone, that is it for this week. The lovely Sarah will be on the podcast next week and you'll get an introduction to her and we'll talk about some good stuff. And uh, yeah, and then it's just like a new chapter for MTM. So thank you for being here all these years and I'm excited to finally make this happen. I'm excited. Anyway, sending you all so much love from New York. Mwah.